Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> okay, greetings. Casey, I'm I'm so triggered. Not on International Women's Day. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, the producers are truly doing that back end prep work. For Literally rollout of okay, so it, it was not the finale this week. It was not the finale. I think, I think we should all take a deep cleansing breath together yeah, to start awesome. the episode. Inhale and let it out. <sighs> okay, so. What just happened? What just happened? It's hard for me to even approach this forward. Like, I, uh, you hear the siren? The police are coming for Clayton for saying I love you just too many times. So the Icelandic our, police are on the, their way. They've come all the way from Iceland to pop this motherfucker. They're just little puffins with badges. <laughs> That's what they, um, they actually hate to be called that more than anything. So just be really careful who you say that to. A is that true? Badge. I mean, I, I, I cannot confirm nor deny. I'm just saying I'd be really, really careful calling any cop a puff into their face is all I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. Especially yeah, Icelandic like, ones. They don't want to be called fucking puffins. But in the same breath, I might say that nobody wants to be one of three of the women who wins the bachelor you know i mean right 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 okay okay it, it, i guess well what we what we should do is start with the women tell all but i it just but feels it's like so it, it's a moot first of all the women tell all is moot at this point exactly exactly and and we didn't get a lot of new dirt out of it like no. the only thing i think we learned is that clayton's brother dm'd teddy Right, which is like would like to know more about that and less about everything else. Like Shanae did look better than ever, but like we don't need to be gaslit one more time on national television by Shanae. And right. she's I don't even know if I think it's considered gaslighting only because I look, we saw her chart. There's so much that she's not saying. Right, because of the Scorpio moon, oh, right? Scor- Scorpio, everything, like, sh- with, and then yeah, Aries, Scorpio, Aries, Scorpio, Aries, Sun, Scorpio, everything else. So it's like she, I, I, I guess, like, it's what we said before. I believe is confirmed, which is that the tears were real. It just wasn't for the things that she was saying they were for, and it wasn't, you know. I do think that she felt her performance when she is talking about Elizabeth and being bullied by the girls or whatever. 
that does feel authentic. Like, even yeah. if it's delusion, I, I just think she is in love with Elizabeth. I think so, too. And this kind of confirmed it a little bit more, just like their back and forth. Like, Sh- Shrimps was really hurt by their one day friendship. And Elizabeth was like, it was like a one day friendship. You're, you were upset. She's like, basically, like, right. why are you so obsessed with me? That's like and- the whole thing. It's like, like, what you're describing happened like that's what Elizabeth said she's like I just want to say that this all happened in the course of like less than 24 hours which was like we're all standing around just meeting each other that that's all it was yeah and that was enough for for shrimp nay to kind of just sink her teeth in and really like I mean you don't want to hang with me in the house and it kind of makes sense because like Elizabeth had all that Pisces going on and they had all that Scorpio. So it was just like, you get me, you like shrimp, you like the hot tub. We're water sisters. Why aren't you digging all of this? Right. And and it's just like, no, we're not shellfish. You're selfish. Woo! Okay, okay. I'm getting. I'm feeling. I'm feeling like a little, a little more cooled down now. A little more cooled down. So that's good. So, so, so yeah. So we learned that. I mean, yeah. Shrimp night does look better than ever. Um, the the other girls also though like went so hard at her that it was like embarrassing. Like there was a real visceral energy towards Shrimp Night and towards Clayton as well that I was just like guys this is like really not the best look like i know it's not all about looks like no this whole season though is like the season of people that seem to literally not know what they signed up for yeah exactly they like literally don't and like they take everything so seriously and then i thought because they were going so hard at clayton right like just like viscerally like me let me ask you this clayton yeah Marlena's the only one of them that has any goddamn class. Marlena is a wonderful woman. She was like, I actually don't know how I would navigate this situation. I have total compassion for you. You did the best you could. Like, thank you, goddess. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, to be honest, it's really true. No one's, like, giving him a little bit of, I mean, at the end of this episode, I wanted to fucking, you know, gauge his eyes out. But, like. Is that a thing? Gauge his eyes out? Gouge. 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 Yeah, yeah. No, but this was the first episode. Look at my hair right now. I look like fucking Queen Elizabeth or something. That's how Molly used to do her hair in in middle school. It was great. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a look. But I... This was the only episode where I really felt like... It's not even about all the I love yous, even though it is, it is. But, like, it isn't. That last conversation with Susie was the most... Uh, complete and utter bullshit I've ever heard. He became the most typical man yes. of all time. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we could walk through the blah, 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 blah. Okay, so if you guys didn't watch, if you're just listening for the education and the humor and just being with the two guys. They gals, watched. They watched. Well, I guess uh, Molly apparently. Molly didn't watch. But, Mo- but I want to say, best testimonial of the pod so far was her reposting our – see – the audio was a little bit fuzzy, so I, for, I tried to, like, fix the audio, so I took so long, whatever. And then she, re, she I didn't even she listened, she listened and reposted, like, I'm laughing, which is a true testament because it's, like, you don't even have to watch the show to think that we are just fabulous on the mic. It's, but it's what, no, to get that, wait, to get wait. that affirmation from Molly was the I love you that I needed today. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it, too. I want to say one more thing about the tell-all, though. Oh, yeah, you should this, this whole thing... With all the girls like viscerally being, no, they so- were. If you didn't watch for whatever reason, they were literally interrupting. Like I just did, Casey. 
the whole time. So anybody that was sitting in the chair could only get like four words out at a time in the hot seat because there were women, but especially when Clayton was sitting there, screaming from the sidelines. Like, Like, there was no, like, decorum or anything. It was, like, even more unhinged than anyone was during the season. Now, what's interesting to me is how this is – it has – it resonates like the the West Elm Caleb thing. It resonates like the dramatics that go on on TikTok these days. Right. It became just like like a peanut gallery of people attacking him for all the things that they were like, yeah, that hurt me too. That hurt me too. Yeah, like it's just like like when you and Molly did the whole thing about West Elm Caleb, great episode by the way. And you were just like, I mean, like you know, dude's gonna. It's not it's not boys will be boys, but but they will. You know what I mean? And you're meeting this guy on Tinder, and he doesn't even want to right. to come over to your place. He doesn't even want you to come he's over. A and you're like four year you. old in New York for the first time. He's got and a, a certain. Yeah, you put yourself in a certain situation, even though you're not wise enough to know it yet, maybe perchance, you can't then like scream at the world because like, it's so like, you you went on The Bachelor, and some drama happened. It's almost like they all got like, blindly walked down the plank. And and then it was like, surprise, you're on the other. It's like, you guys, this is the 26th season, not to mention 19 seasons of The Bachelorette. Yeah. What's twenty? What's twenty six plus nineteen? Uh, something under fifty. Something huge. So yeah, you had that many seasons. Yeah, that's forty five. I think forty five ish. Yeah, and and like, and you're surprised that some drama happened. You're surprised that some drama happened. You're you're surprised that some people were not there for the right. It is a trope for a reason, ladies. Hmm. And then Shanae, who's not there for the right reasons, is on the hot seat, pointing him out. Not there for the right reasons. Not there for the right reasons. Not there. For, it's like, yo, yo. Again, justice for Thomas. He's the only one. Yeah. And, and, and he had was there for the right reasons, which was that if I don't find love, I could be the bachelor. Yeah. That's, it. That's the only right reason. I believe to find love would be the bachelor. We'll be doing this show like 10 years from now and be like, justice for Thomas. Honestly, he's the only one. <laughs> No, I've never seen such gross injustice on The Bachelor in my life. <laughs> Except maybe today. Okay, so so that's the only last thing. Yeah, maybe I, today, right. Today was today. Uh, unjust, to say the least. Okay, so. so moving on to, to today's episode. or Then we can, like, go back. I mean, I have notes from the, from the ladies watched it or whatever. Yeah, I, ladies tell all. But it's just, like, yeah, nothing that interesting happened. Whereas this episode of the actual show, Fantasy Suites, was action-packed. The only episode so far that actually has been great television. Yeah, this has been the drama I've been hoping for this whole season, and now I I can't handle it. I think I may have actually popped a blood vessel filming an Instagram story a couple seconds ago, but it was worth it. I mean, okay, so here's the first question, Casey. We got to get on the same page, because none of us have really experienced such insane Bachelor Nation atrocities together like so now we're in the bunker together so should we begin with the first date or the last date i think just begin with the first date okay 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 Sorry. i think yeah i, I think so soon. i we just you guys need to understand that i just got out of the bathtub we we just hopped onto zoom because the episode literally just ended and i'm fired up i am fired up but yeah it helped to just say um what was that good one selfish and shellfish that was enough for me so yeah, now we're yeah, back yeah. we're back to cool calm and collected okay so let's begin the beginning they're in iceland 
three dates in Iceland. The first date is with our girl, Rachel. Rachel Recky is in Reykjavik, baby. And they have a big height difference, which I didn't notice before. And I'm not one to judge because, you know, a, ga- a bitch be short. But I didn't I'm notice it. I'm 5'3". Me too. Cute. Wouldn't know it because we've never met in person. Really? <laughs> I don't think we have. Really? Name a time. Wow, that's really weird. I know. Wild. Wait. Because I hung out with Molly quite a yes, bit. Yes, you've hung out with Molly, who's I mean, not I mean, me. she's my friend, but like, wow, I guess not. It's true. But so, I feel like, wow, that's really weird. You're my best friend, Case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Testament to our friendship. Well, I told you, I read your chart and I was like, oh, you and Molly, now that you exist too, you both just truly stuck with me for life. Yeah, it just, I fucking, I, I'm the third mole shine. It's true. It's fucking I'm the, true. I'm the Jewish mole shine. So, yeah. Okay, so they, they take a helicopter. They take a helicopter. He is overwhelmed with physical uh, lust towards our girl Rachel. I mean, all he can talk about when he speaks about Rachel is, I've loved her this whole time. I love her. We can't keep our hands off each other. There's no getting between us. This is the number one woman of my life. This is the only woman I obviously love. He's saying it right to us, and then he says it to her. Am I missing anything? Right. Like, no, you're absolutely right. That's I mean, it was, it was a sign seal delivered, one would think. It was enough. If I, if I were Rachel, in that instance, I would have been like, there is no... I mean, she even says when she goes back to the to the room or whatever, she goes like, I just want to apologize to you guys in advance. That was the... that was. Did you hear that? Yeah. Like, all I'm going to say is I'm sorry in advance. Yeah. Okay. That was weird. Well, if you thought it was bad when Sarah said she cried, that Clayton cried. I know. Wait till you start telling the girls to pack their bags because he said, I love Yeah. I mean, they kind of just let that one fly by. That's true. I kind of like heard that. And then I just like, nobody made a deal out of it. So I was just like, okay, I guess that. She's like, look, 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 I won't. I won't spill all the beans, but she was definitely glowing like someone who just oh, got yeah. by the man she thinks is going to marry. And she's so then she's like, look, I, I don't want to kiss and tell, but I'm sorry to you ladies in advance. She said, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry in advance. It's like, okay. Oh, well. my gosh. She's the new Sarah. She's the new Sarah. You said it. And what I love about, so this is where Susie starts her spiral. So, and then I texted you halfway through. I was like, they're definitely going to put Susie last because she's no, no, no. clearly the one who's going to spiral. Now that we've seen the whole episode based on the date itself, they that's not the beginning of the Susie spiral. The beginning of the Susie spiral Ooh. was when the producer said, Susie, if he sleeps with someone else at Fantasy Suites, what are you going to And then they start to find out, well, this is actually the make or break for her. So, of course, they're going to put her last. Yeah. And then she had the most awful date. Yeah. Terrible. But we'll get there. Listen, listen to the end, ladies and men. Yeah, ladies. And gents. Um, anyway, so. But what I liked also at the same time was that Gabby was kind of like, I think he should sleep with everyone. That makes well, sense. She, that's why That's why she's the funny real one who, yeah. who I made a complete about face on. And I'm like, oh, she's the fucking best. Because it's like, that's the you actual. You always thought she was the best. 
well, no, there was one episode right before I thought she was the best where I thought that she was, like, not as pretty as the other girls. Oh, That was my own stuff. I had my period, whatever, brunettes. But so, um, Gabby's the only one playing this right. Because if you put it out there, look, I don't care whether he sleeps with them or not because he should. Have your experience. Have your fun. Babe. That's how you can tell she's a little older than the other girls. Because she's yes. like, yeah, go have your fun. You shouldn't put that out there if you don't believe it. Like, if Susie said that and she really wasn't okay with it, that would be a bad idea. Clayton's making an, in a sort of Tristan Thompson way, which I know is a controversial take, but it's like, because I was saying to Molly a few episodes ago, I'm not sure if it made it into the pod, but I was saying that, like, I do think part of Tristan's purpose in all this is not necessarily to show that, like, men are dogs, but to show that, and and it's in his chart. Like, when I pull up Tristan Tom- Thompson's chart, I'm like, hmm, it would be hard to imagine this chart being monogamous. Okay. It's not to say they cannot really fall in love. Right. But this is a chart of someone who is very boundaryless and really needs a lot of stimulation. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole movement towards polyamory. We've had, you know, Gabby was on, our Gabby was on the pod. Like, it's like a spectrum like anything else. Like, there's like the people who want to sleep with one person their entire life. There's people who would like to have multiple partners before they get married and then be monogamous. There's people who want to, like, just bring in a third. And then there's like, like, I'm going to have sex one time. Yeah, like, there's like a whole. 100%. I think that the, I think one of the benefits of the journey that I have personally been on is that, like, at the end of the day, like, like, yes, if you get married or whatever, if you make a commitment, the thing is, in all the life that we've lived together, Randall and I, I've never been cheated on, and he's right. never been cheated on. Yeah. And whether I liked the decision or he liked the decision that either of us have ever made to sleep with anybody else, which we have, th- there hasn't been any kind of like promise that's been broken right so exactly. anything that comes up where there is like hardcore jealousy involved or like how could you it really does bring it back to like you on you and your own level of comfort in the relationship and you're i'm not saying that like we should all get used to our partner sleeping with other people but what i have learned is like Sex is sweet with a cat who eat. I don't know why that's in my head, but what means the world to you is in my head right now. But what what means the world to you? Because money means the world to me. I'm a job for the world to see. Anyway, it's like I just I guess I just learned that like at the end of the day, your relationship with another person has nothing. Take a page from Nate with a wise book, has nothing to do with anyone else. And Gabby is right. That's why you know that she's 30 and the others are early twenties. Because by the time you're 30, you realize, oh, no offense case. Oh, you just turned 30. So now you know. Yeah, yeah. You realize at 30, like, oh, a lot of the rules that I really, especially like high school, when I first started getting into the the fuck game, the sex game, the love game, like there are some rules that you have as like a teenager, as like a young person where you're like, it's like like even with Susie where she's like, this is a hard stop for me. He yeah. kind of was right. And we'll get there where yeah, yeah, yeah. she could have said something. You know where yeah. you are. But okay, we'll come back to that later. The yeah, bottom we'll line the is thing. what yeah. you realize in your 30s is that relationships are complicated and 
your responsibility as a human being, married, single, partnered, open relationship, period, is to handle your own vibration and to be responsible for who you are showing up as in your relationships and and that relationship in you know in it and which includes like communicating any boundaries that you have yeah 100% communicating boundaries uh navigating difficult conversations um if you want to sleep with other people you know making sure that that's you know you don't have to necessarily talk about it Clayton this is a hilarious little dip into polyamory you just made here this is a wonderful case study for how not to do it but it's it's like no you don't really? have to, like I don't I don't need I, I I don't we don't need to report back every time someone sleeps with someone but if you're not monogamous you are if you're not monogamous whatever somebody does with somebody else has nothing to do with you yeah and relationships that are gonna last are gonna last true I, I just feel like any time that in love there's this like necessity to prove something you're no longer in the zone of love wait you're saying when they say i'm in love it's like well for Susie to need him to prove he loved her by not doing something with the other woman which is what they're there to do i mean i think the thing with Susie is that he hadn't given her the full validation he gave her fucking nothing like nothing and she actually told her parents specifically that he wasn't in love with her Yes. And she was like the first one to tell him that she was in love with him. So that was like weeks ago. So I think for her, it was not a smart idea by any stretch of the imagination. She was trying to use this to get that validation from him that she wasn't getting. Okay. So blah, 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 blah. Long story short, he sleeps with both Gabby and Rachel. Tells them both that he's falling in love with them. Gabby's was much less organic. Like to Rachel, I think he said, I love you. To Gabby, he said, I'm falling in love. The only difference between their two stand on the street as I'm getting in the car, yell to the balcony moments that for some reason <laughs> you realize you're being filmed and it's going to be the exact same thing for both. Is that Carbon one say, I love you, Rachel, every day, all the time, versus Gabby going, and I'm uh, falling in love with you and it feels great. Okay. And I'm so happy. Like, dude deja fucking vu bro and when he told both of them that he loved them he also was like i didn't just come up with this right now i've been thinking it for a couple weeks for a little like it was like the same script but like the bummer though is is that whether he realizes it or not he's been telling us the whole time that he loves rachel and he told her and the way that he told her and the way that he told her parents and that is very easy and effortless for him with yes. Gabby, it felt like he was falling, could see himself, and wanted to know. Susie, until she broke up with him, I do not think he was there. And then he fucking pulled the stop of, like, you were actually in the lead. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. No, she wasn't. Yeah. And if she was, then how dare you tell all the other parents that you're yeah. falling in love, but not hers. Exactly. What the and fuck's wrong like, with you? They had clipped in some like voiceover at the beginning of the episode and been like, I'm falling in love with Susie. And it like, wasn't linked up to his voice or any like, and I was just like, Susie, like what? That's so random. And I think like they added that in. Like, well, like I, you could like, even tell actually that they did. I, I just because sometimes you hear it on this pod too. When I say something, I gotta cut one tiny piece of the word out. He's like, I told Rachel I was in love with her. I told Gabby I was in love with her. Yeah. That was a bad edit, you guys. We heard that you heard, yeah. we heard your cut. 
they don't give a fuck. They don't care at all. I want to say but, sometimes when you think you hear my cuts, it's because the the service is bad. Or we were holding in a sneeze. Or I said something offensive. Okay, but <laughs> but either way, in this case, we're not. It's just like you're not like helping the case, anybody's case by it's like this would be one of the only times where like all of the actual facts of the conversations would be helpful yes yeah absolutely ridiculous so so basically start of Susie's date she's already spiraled oh my god the locations person was like we need a hotel with an incredible spiral staircase for this one shot we've got it was the only visual poetry in this season so far spiral staircase shot (laughs) and she goes I'm just spiraling emotionally as she's walking down a spiral staircase who did this hey reality TV guys we're all filmmakers here in the end you don't have to she doesn't have to say it we know it from the shot good work that's showing not telling thank y'all oh my god so anyway so that's what we see she is spiraling so she goes on her date not feeling good iceland trips horrible for Susie. for Suze, yeah Suze is never going back to iceland again so she gets on the on the date and immediately the wind is terrible then she's got to get in the water i mean the hair is gone the hair is who is Susie without her hair literally robbed her of everything dear to her not only did he fuck other women and say i love you but she had to get plunged in a cold her hair was out of tact like and and she could not handle being at a spa couldn't handle it hated the spa she hated the cold plunge she hated her dated I'm like, Suze, just take a deep breath and relax, Tuds. Just relax. But no, she That's could- where it's like the producers are fucking with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did not give anybody else the date of like sitting in freezing cold water in the snow. <laughs> I mean, none of these dates were like that great. Like, I guess the volcano is cool, but like. Well, I thought the volcano was kind of an in- so so Rachel and him walked went into a volcano. I thought it was sort of like a weird foreshadowing. Like I sort of saw it as a weird like you know, they're like walking. It's like it's like they're, you know, he's talking about their relationship and their chemistry and he's like it's electric, it's volcanic. Like it, it we have this like living breathing chemistry. But then they're walking into the volcano which he says like, well, obviously it hasn't been what's the word? active or whatever but like it's a yeah it's, it's dormant a, it's a dormant it's like ooh, yeah let's go on this day where we walk Maybe this, that's electric, the metaphor. this once explosive chemistry into its death yes Ooh, yikes you hate to see it you know what i mean it was oh my god like, it's such a metaphor yeah i was like wow these people are deep and they don't want us to know but we're deep so we know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're, we're picking it up like we get the spiral staircase we get the <sighs> volcano like it's what you're not saying it's what you're not saying so yeah i mean wild and then Susan's date is just like hot cold hot cold spot i would hot cold hot right cold now. spa you guys we get it we and we want it and i want to be there really good work actually good work producers um and to be true to be honest like she had the first hometown date and the last fantasy suite date, so it really has been a while like they were like it's been a while and that did not help the spiral like that when when her parents were like this guy isn't in love with you like did they oh, tell yeah. her that 
They 100% told her that. That's where, yeah, the producers can fuck off because they totally fucked with her here. They right, yes. they gave her the first hometown and the last day, which means, yeah, they actually hadn't seen each other for a while in Bachelor terms. And um, her parents were the only ones to say, we don't think he's in love with you. Because yeah. he said to them, I'm not in love with her. Yeah. And then, so then again, on this date, he says, I realized a while ago, but I just haven't said it yet, that I'm falling in love with you. Then she asked a couple of basic questions, which is like, okay, but have you said that to anyone else? And have you fucked them? And he said, yes and yes. And then she's like, okay, well then, this must not be that serious for you. And then he becomes the ultimate fuckboy. Yeah. You were actually first in my book, and now everything is invalid. He Greg Grippo'd us. He did Greg Grippo us. This reminded me so much of the Greg Grippo, Katie Kneeling scenario. But I had more empathy for Greg Grippo because I really felt like like, he told her he loved her. She didn't even kiss him for some kind of validation. Like, the thing that these people don't realize is, like, you don't have to just only say I love you. When someone tells you you love you, they love you. You can make yeah. out with them and kind of tell them in your own physical way uh-huh. that you love them too without actually saying it and like breaking the rules. Like also, you can you can give her some kind of validation before this and be like you have amazing hair. Like I like <laughs> you. Like you know what I mean? It's like dude, give her something. No wonder she's going nuts. He treated her as far as we saw like the token like oh well they're just in love with me yes and from the beginning we've been saying what he got out of their relationship was that validation for his leo chiron and actually you're so right though because this is he has that leo chiron moon in the same place as her leo chiron son yes Ah! so it's really like like he thought he had her and he freaks out because he's like, I had you. What the fuck? Like, you well, were that's the exactly one it. person. I actually don't think that he for one second was ever going to pick her. Mm-mm, but the so. minute that she was like, actually, I'm not your like bumpers. I'm not your safety net. He was like, actually, you're the love of my life. Which is not how you would treat someone who was the love of you. Like, to be that mean is more of a like, you're no. taking away my safety blanket. It's more of a like, a, a, such a security reaction than like, if Rachel said that, sh- that, the same thing he would be like wait what do you mean like let's run away together we'll end this thing right now he would say let's end it right now yeah look we're not going through guys phones because we don't want many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm gonna find something. 
if you're going through your man's phone, it's because you want to find that thing to prove that you were right, that the relationship was bullshit all along. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even though that's not what you think you're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, exactly. The subconscious is driving the yep. J- Jesus took the wheel. 100%. So in, in this case, I saw it being the same way, which is like, actually, they both found themselves in a position where they were going to have to end the relationship one way or another. If Susie is sitting here this whole time, knowing he's fucking them, knowing he's fucking them. And just in case that was too much of an accent. I couldn't tell what you said, but I was just indeed. I saw your face there. I said, well, you should clarify. She looks sort of confused. But I was confused. But I didn't want to make you do it again. Like, oh? Okay, okay, I'll just say it in my plain English. But it's like, this is my drama. It's my sense of drama. But like, no. I feel like this was where they both. It's like, the, it, it's like, it's like when you just like know that a breakup is imminent and. How do you do it? Like, how do you do you it? Just and gotta it doesn't come up with there some are, way. Right. There are feelings. It is real, but it's also like, and, and he's so sick of being the bad guy, you know? So he's like, Oh, you're the bad guy. He turned her into the villain for having a standard of excellence right. so fast. And like Grippo, she actually was like, look, I expressed my feelings. Now let's talk about it. And he was like, no, now everything's invalid and you need to go yeah. because there's, and they both went then got in this fight, which is like, you ended it before we walked in the door. No, you ended it before we walked in the door. And it's like, how like dare exactly. you Clayton? Let her sit in that car ride on the way home after apologizing profusely to you. I know. Why did she apologize? Because like she was like, Hey, Hey, wait a second. I was just sharing my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's because she was like, gee, maybe I shouldn't have been so fucking intense about it. But it's like, no, actually, she's right. If yeah. he really was going to pick her, pick her, he would have picked her in that moment. I don't give a fuck what he says. Well, actually, I, I believe because of my faith. Fuck you. Because of my faith. Right, right. I'm going to trust that everything happened for a reason. And I'm going to let you be the reason that we don't work out so that now whichever one of these girls I end up with, it's going to seem like it was meant to be because you fucked it up and that's what God wanted. Yeah. What the hell? Because like, like, dude, this is not a, when, when you hooked up with two women and were intending to hook up with a third, it's not a, because of my faith thing. You got to take faith out of it at that point. You, you lost the faith. (laughs) You lost the faith argument at that point. Well, and it's also just like, like, what are you talking about, Clayton? Like, it's the same thing as like when the parents ask the questions of like, how can I, how can you promise that you're not going to break my daughter's heart? It's like, he can't, he can't promise that. When she says, did you sleep with anybody else? He needs to be like, yeah, they're on the bachelor. Right. It's kind of like a fourth wall where it's like, they don't really talk about it until someone just talks about it, you know, like until right. someone, just, and it looks like that's what he's going to do next week to the other two, which I don't think is really, why would he do that? I don't know. And also like, I, I think he figures they're going to watch it on TV. So I should just tell them now, but also it's like, you could tell them each like separately so that they could have like, not like not tell them together at the same time. So it's like so traumatizing, but like have a one-on-one conversation, but also like you should really, have chosen one 
ahead of time or been like totally straight up or just not said I love you. Like you just shouldn't have shouted I love you at both of them. I texted you the minute that he shouted from the balcony. When he was saying I love you to Rachel and they were having that I love you balcony moment, I my that's where I was like, wow, I got to start drinking. I literally texted you. I said, I'm pouring a glass yeah. of wine. Like this is actually like too much for me because it was so beautiful. It actually was so beautiful. And she yeah, that it's like, how dare you? How dare you? I felt for Rachel here actually more than anyone yeah. where it was like, wow, they actually did have the perfect night. They did have the perfect thing. This is the perfect thing. You've been perfect the whole time. Gabby's going to be okay. Susie's living in a snoozy world. Like, like with Rachel, it just, the whole thing feels, it does. And he's saying to her, this feels so easy with you. Yeah, like and she's gotten all the signals as well from him. That, every that, single. You know, like, yeah, I don't think Gabby's gotten as many signals and she is wiser. So like, she'll be fine. Like she'll be right. fine. Right, like he hasn't shared really any feelings with Gabby and Susie up until this point. He's shared a lot of them with Rachel. Give it to Rachel. Give it to, give it to Rachel. Give it to Rachel. Right, but he's just too dumb to see it. No, I don't think he's too dumb. I think he's insecure, and I think what he's yes. doing is is basically letting them eject themselves so that he doesn't yes. actually have to make a choice. Because not only does the thought of hurting any of them absolutely kill him because he low-key is so deeply wounded inside Mm -hmm. but it's also because he's a motherfucking coward at the end of the day and then okay to go back to the women tell all i would murder him if i were serene yeah his comment to serene okay so then jesse what did he say to serene he he basically said well it it really tore me up inside. He basically, he basically blamed Serene for yes. the dumpster fire that was yes. this whole thing. Because he's like, when you said, Serene, that you were wondering if it was those three words that you shared with me before you were ejected, it broke my heart. And that's why I decided to just be... And he's like, and that's why I decided to just be totally honest and open with all the women from then on out. It's like, no, you weren't being honest with them. You weren't in love with like three of them. Like it was stupid. Yo, Clayton, yo, Clayton. I got to be honest with you, brother. You are on TV. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) It's one thing to be dating 30 plus women. And fall in love with them all. I do believe that he is falling in love with all three of them. I do yeah, believe yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I do believe he's torn up. I do believe this is confusing. I do I believe, believe he hasn't had enough time to really process. Well, what you said last week is so right. That like, actually, if you think about the timeline of these things and what's actually going on, these guys are honestly like, burr, 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 like broken clock like yeah this is an extremely expedited process everybody is drinking by contract you're and... on to you're like you have to be on you have to be extroverted you're making out with people you don't want to half the time because you don't know how to get out of it you're breaking up with people all the time right. the whole thing it actually seems miserable i can't believe yeah. anybody be signing up for this show i guess it's just like if you feel hot enough that you could truly be an in- influencer but don't have any famous friends this is the only way yeah and like the fame the fame of being and like 
the chance to date 30 people you gotta wonder i mean like and, and you travel the world or the chance only... to be like chosen among 30 or to stand out among 30. Yeah. Like, i get it right in terms of like but but, but it's like like <laughs> yeah i mean the I problem think... is with with clayton it's like it doesn't seem like he He'd take like... anyone Right, and it doesn't seem like from the women tell all that he has like learned the lesson, like digested it, like. And I, I wanted to ask you: Is he in his Saturn return? I feel like he is, but so Clayton, 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 as Teddy would say, Clayton, he is in his Saturn return, but actually, case his Saturn has not returned yet. Oh, he's a so late you're one. a very early degree Saturn in Aquarius. Uh huh. Like, you technically have gone through your Saturn return because Saturn is not going to traverse back even when retrograde to where your Saturn is. It's still in Aquarius, so the lessons are still being worked out. It's still the same season of your Saturn, if you will. What happens to the people who it goes retrograde? Because it's going to go retrograde soon, right? Yeah, okay. So, for example, during my Saturn return, so if you look at the dates, I can look up your exact dates, but if you look up the dates of your Saturn return, you can tell when it exactly returns and when it's out of the sign. Or you can, for example, for me, my Saturn return was like a year and a half long because for whatever reason, from the moment that Saturn hit my Saturn until it left Sagittarius, there were so many Saturn retrogrades that it kept coming back and hitting my Saturn and hitting my Saturn and hitting my, so Saturn kept returning. So what happens, like, when that happens, do you, like, get hit in the head over and over again? Like, is it just messier? It's not that it's messier, necessarily. It's that you keep coming back to that same place and that same place and that same place. Yeah. Because there is a lesson to be learned. Okay, so this is important. Wherever Saturn is in your chart, in terms of sign, it's sort of like the, the, the filter of the lens. It's the glasses you're wearing. The house represents where... In your life, it's sort of happening. You want to look at Saturn. You want to look at your nodes. Because your Saturn is like a past life lesson that, god damn it, you didn't learn. Oh, shit. Now, we don't have houses for any of these people because we don't have the time. But what I can say, looking at Clayton's chart, we can look at the angles, you know? So Clayton's Saturn is exactly square his Pluto. So there is an underworld intimacy issue squaring the real life Saturn in Aquarius multiple women situation he's in. Moon in Leo. Chiron right there. <laughs> he's actually living his purpose. Is it, That's the funny thing. Okay, I say this. How do you think he, like, comes out of this? How he comes out of this is being a representative, number one, of the camp of people who say you can love more than one person. Okay, that's cool. Once it's not hurting people. Well, it wouldn't be hurting people if... How do I put it? If he had the story straight, if he had it, if he got it, like... Well... It's just really hard. I mean, this is why I was sort of defending Tristan a little bit because, yes, do I think Tristan's a dog? Yes. Does Chloe deserve better? Yes. But when I say better, it's not someone who's not fucking strippers and hoes at the club. It's someone who's not lying to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I do think something that is particularly confusing about The Bachelor is what we're watching Clayton go through right now, which is very much related to a Saturn in Aquarius, which I'm sure you're feeling, and all my Saturn in Aquarians out there are feeling. Sure are. Is that you're realizing that it is the network that makes things worthwhile. It is the group. No matter how many individual loves you have, at the end of the day, to me, Saturn in Aquarius is about connecting with multiple people in, and then it depends on the house it's in. So, like, in your chart, it's in the third house. Like, you, you really are made for broadcast. You really are made to write to the collective or to work, to interview people or to, to like, bring the, to bring the Aquarius human humanity into that third house of relearning things, right? Okay. And, and, and re-establishing re, uh, ourselves in community. Okay. In, in, like, that's why it's so crazy that we haven't, like, actually met. I, it, that's crazy to me, Casey. But it's, like, kind of your Saturn, which is, like, realizing how many connections you actually have that are intimate and, and committed and yet not quite physical or not something that you necessarily, in the traditional sense, would mm-hmm. have considered close. Love it. Right? Like, social distancing is so Saturn in Aquarius because not only are you removed from everybody, but you realize who it is that you're actually drawn to make an effort to connect with. Yeah. Wow. That's so crazy. Right? And what it I literally think, like, has been, like, the last, like, two years or year oh, and a half. That's wonderful. That means you're aligned. I mean, like, Saturn has been in Aquarius. Yeah. And you're learning... Yeah. That you have way more. It's what I said to you a year ago. You have more reach than you think you do. Yeah. And I'll tell you also. So Col- Col- Colton. Oh, my God. Wait, never- and so funny, too. You, we've been saying this whole season how funny that Colton and Clayton might as well be the same person. It's like, LOL, LOL, except that Colton is engaged now and Clayton's not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could be, but it doesn't seem like he is my sister wives they could just be punking us with this like withholding the proposal thing but I, yeah or he's got two sister wives the thing is like gabby might i mean she acted like she would be cool with it but i think that i'm in love with two people thing made it not cool the other thing i was going to say though is that the other thing i have in common with clayton is the chiron and leo uh-huh. and just watching this whole thing has given me a lot of like food for thought of times that I've not expressed myself that yeah. I've like been withholding and just like letting other people do the legwork of like, That's like I was listening back to our last episode. I was like, I don't think you should ever withhold in relationships. Mind you, my Mercury's in Leo. <laughs> I'm like, you should never withhold it. And I'm, I'm Chiron rising. I'm like, you should never withhold. You're like, sometimes you should. And it's like, yeah. oh, what? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. so. sure, sure, yeah. well, like, you know, if, if like, there's a lot of fuck boys out there and I feel like they don't need all the information right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, 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 but like once I was like in a relationship with Dan and like committed and we both said, I love you. Like, I don't like hold anything back from him, but I just mean like in a court, in a courtship, not a relationship. Don't withhold in, in a, a relationship. Courtship. Re- withhold in a courtship and have the wisdom to know the difference between Wow, this is 12 Steps Dating here on the Trashler, Trashler Trashcast. I got way more than 12 probably in my back pocket. But, but really, like, I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm, I'm really reflecting and feeling like, oh my God, if Clayton would just effing spit it out. Because now, now he's trying to make up for lost time. 
and he's trying to get it all out there and express and express and express and he's shouting yeah, I mean he's shouting at them that he loves but, them but this is where he is failing and this is the big Saturn lesson I feel he's not making up for lost time actually <gasps> and like like the big I love you fest is a reaction to a fear that he has that Ooh. Celine brought to his attention. Serene. Which was, is it, or not Celine, Serene. <laughs> <laughs> Serene <laughs> was like, is it because I said I love you? And then he's like, how, how could that be? No, that was the best part of my day. Wow, what if she never said that? Then he wouldn't have said it to any of them. What if? And he would have been better off. Or he would have just said it to Rachel. Rachel. But the other question Rachel. is, would he still have just said it so that he could sleep with them? Like, not consciously. I don't no, think he, he would have just slept with them. He's a Missouri football player. He can. What fuck. does that mean? I don't know much he's, about Missouri. He's used to being able to walk in a room and hook up with a chick. Mm-hmm, Mizzou mm-hmm. is one of the best football teams in the country. He is an attractive, you know, he's hot. There's a couple of guys who are yes, just there is. to be the kicker. They're five, six, no shot, but still have a shot because they're on the team. He's yes. a hot guy on the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has no problem sleeping with women. Oof, well, we saw that. We saw that kickoff. We kick saw off that! With the Sues. But this, but this has been like with the two of them too like neither one has the I don't give a fuck what people think thing like both of them are so give hard trying to fuck what people think they give a big fuck what people think they both give such a fuck yeah. and it's and so it was gonna break it because you need like I I used to care so much what people thought about me and I needed like to be with people like like Dan will just be like, what are you talking about? It doesn't freaking matter. Right? But for me to ever be like, I feel like there was a guy or two that I was like, this guy's great on paper, but I'm just not attracted. And what it really came down to was like, they were a people pleaser, just like I was. And it's just like, this is like a house of cards. That's going to crumble. Like pill is a salt and pill is a sand. You know, <sighs> it's like, this is not going to work because we're both people pleasers. And like, there's got to be something grounding us into reality at some point. And right. the Suze and Clayton both, did, like, neither one of them was going to be like, hey, stop it. This is how it is, you know? Well, okay, but that is, I feel like, what Susie tried to do this episode. Yes, yes. And and he was not having it. Speaking of staying in relationships for the right reasons, Randy got me a weed pen for the inside of this apartment. I... Wow, that like actually looks like a pen. It's great. But no smell. I get her thing and I get his thing, but the the problem was the delivery of his thing. That's the, the problem. The delivery of like, all of their things. Yes. Like he just immediately went zero to 60 and was like, well, if you wanted to do that, then you should have fucking said it. And blah, blah, blah. he didn't curse and say fuck, but like, no, but you know, he, she was really right fuck. though. She was in the limo home or whatever, in the SUV home the airport and she was like you know at the end of the day i would have hoped that he would have had more compassion for my all she did yeah. was share a feeling yeah no she said like i i would have hoped we could have talked about it in a kinder way or something or something like that i just thought we would have gotten well, through that actually, conversation she kindly pretty, she was pretty kind 
She was, and he. Although, and although, this is where Gemini, Gemini's language is so important because be mm-hmm. so careful. She said to him, "This is something I cannot go back on." Yeah. So at that point, when he flipped his script, that, that, I guess that is kind of why he flipped. That's true. The, the problem with Susie and Clayton's relationship is that it's like way too literal. Yeah. And it's like, so if you watch, I feel like if you watch that last half an hour and like went line for line in a world where in the heat of a passionate, very confusing dating situation fight on TV, <laughs> you disconnect or you have like some kind of a, a, a an argument of some kind. That you would have the flexibility or or just have the foresight to be flexible. They both doubled down on I'm not flexible. Then she expected him to be flexible even though she said I'm not flexible. She said, well, actually I am flexible. And he said, no, you said you're not flexible. So I don't know. I mean, okay, you're married. You got there. You did it. He's hot. He's South African. Fabulous. South African. <laughs> Have you ever been? I see you also just walked through the door, so don't say you know. Blink if it's blink one eye if it's true. Lol. But it's don't like understand. it's like this episode brought up a lot of larger questions for me about dating and relationship, right? Which is like, how much does what we say? They're both fighting about like, fighting for the relationship. It didn't seem like either of them were fighting for the relationship. That's the thing. Well, it seemed like they were both fighting for, for their right to be right, I think. For their right to be right and then fighting about who was fighting for the relationship. So, yes. like, at one point he was like, I'm fighting for this because. And then she's in the car going, I was trying to fight for it. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, in this case, what we have is it's almost like Clayton is, like, exposing the fault within the Bachelor system. Which is that if he was a normal 20-something guy in New York and had a couple of women he was seeing, he would have his... It wouldn't uh, be on camera. Not on camera. Like, he would have time to figure out who he likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He would have time. Or he would have time to go, hey, maybe we should have some threesomes. Hey, I'm Polly. I'm an actually... I'm I'm a Saturn Aqua guy. I'm Polly. (laughs) Like, Like, he would have been able to manage the experience more astutely the issue is organically organically like this is a time crunch can i run to the ladies room pee bitch i just feel you guys clayton fucked it up it's not that he doesn't love all of them it's that he doesn't know what love is case of pain i'll pause the recording real quick I just feel like in the case of The Bachelor, what Clayton is bringing up is this larger issue of, number one, you can't hurry love. No. That's a horrible. I'm sorry. Again. Long pause. Long pause. I'm going to start again. You can't hurry love. No. <laughs> no. It's all my, my keys off. My keys off. I'm fucking Do you think it's a hurry love situation with him? I, I think I it's. Think the Bachelor is a hurry love situation. No, no. It is, but it is for everybody, and some people, like, get it. You know, like, Michelle. Yeah, but, 
some people get it, some people don't. Michelle and Nate might be meant to be. Yeah, I think maybe they need older people. Like, okay, it was not even hurried enough for Claire, the oldest bachelorette of all time. She got out of there in like a week. And she got hurt, butt hurt, over and over and over on TV. Yeah, wait. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. love and made a motherfucking fool of herself. The way that Claire was acting, like, look, I'm 40. (laughs) When you know, you know. It's like, bitch. And then they broke up anyway. Do you think Clayton's just not in love? I think he's not in love. So he, so instead he split up the love that he was like. And again, not that that's invalid. Right, he right, right, right. He love right. all three of them. And, but, but, but it would be interesting to see if he was a, if he, if he turns 30, he finds himself in New York City. And these are the three women that he's seeing. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Go it would be a different story. A he's in yeah. New York City. These are the three. Because he says a bunch of times, yes, I loved all these women. They're all completely different. Are Clayton, Susie and Rachel that different? Okay, now that's what I want to know from you. Okay, so walk me through it. Well, we don't Clayton, even know that much about about Rachel. From She's what you know, Clayton, 20, 29, living in Gramercy. He's been dating this girl, Susie. She just started her, she just left her day job in PR to work as a wedding videographer because she wants to be in filmmaking or whatever. I don't think in any universe he and Susie work out. That's why I was so triggered by the end of this episode. Yes, that that was it. Because I was like, fuck you. I liked him so much until the very end where I just saw him reaching for straws and saying all the fucked up shit. And I have been in that position where I've been like, I'll just say the thing where I get to be right. Yeah. And I sung you for the end of this relationship. And I don't have to break up with you. But I blame you. But it's like, no, it was me. Yeah. And on the other hand... I didn't really like Susie though. I mean, I thought she was fine the whole time, but I I came to like her a lot by the end of this episode because I was like, at least you have like some morals that you're sticking by. I don't think, you know, I think you're well, young. And I thought she had a like, normal response yes. to the conflict, which was to say, look, when I stated my opinion, it wasn't like set in stone. Yeah. She was making a point. But then his reaction made it so much worse. His reaction was almost like, thank you. Yeah, it really was. Thank you for taking such a hard verbal stand because now I have the ability to let one of you go because I'm actually not sure. Because actually, if I was Gramercy dating all three of you, I would just keep dating all three of you until one of them became my actual girlfriend. Yeah, pretty much. So, so, okay, uh, what do you think like goes on next week we have two episodes next week i don't think like you said earlier they're gonna do like one episode the ending one episode the after the final rose but what they've been doing lately is going back and forth and hobbling them together because they know people don't really want to watch just the after the final rose just for the advertisers so i'm just side note, side note. can i say one thing about the after the final rose slash women tell all crew yeah who's in the audience casey are you watching those audience shots yeah, I want to go. Okay, first of all, so down. Figure it out. I'm in. It's definitely in LA. It does. We'll go. We'll go to LA. My brother's in LA. Perfect. We'll in his guest room, okay? Always. But if you go back and watch, just, if you just watch, because you said look for Clayton licking, same as in the yes, Women Tell wait, All slash one. If you ever watch a studio audience, 
just make your job to watch the audience, you would think that they were talking about... This was like watching Mari and everyone's related. Yeah, I bet you there's there's some of the same producers behind it. I, w- I would wager that some of those people have Mari on their resume. But what I, what I want to <laughs> say to the listeners that my mom pointed out at the beginning of the season that I kindly withheld... Mommy said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy said, so I watched one episode with my mother. Mama said, Clayton licks his lips. Clayton licks his lips. My mommy said. But, but not even licks his lips. He licks the side of his lip like Barty Crouch Jr. in the Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Okay. So like, it's like a lizard kind of. And I didn't tell all the listeners because I knew it would ruin the whole season. Nor did I tell Sarah. Because once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's like when you're watching a sitcom and you hear the laugh track. And then you're like, I can't unhear that. Now I can't watch Friends for like another month. That's fucking kindness, dude. You withheld something that actually would have bothered me. Yeah. All season. And you didn't. We talked every single week about this dumbass show. Did you? So did you notice it when I texted you it? Of course. It's a great call, mommy. Barty Crouch Jr., man. It's mommy. a tell. This Mommy, might be Barty Couch Jr. with the polyjuice potion, like just like he did with Mad Eye Moody. The poly, polyjuice potion. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. You could get really poly with a polyjuice potion. I promised myself I wouldn't come on and fall in love. I was so afraid. I'm afraid, afraid. What you fear, you will hear. Yeah, what you avoid, from avoids. And here we are. What and you avoid, we... from avoids. You fucking assholes. <laughs> You fucking schmavoids. You fucking schmavoids. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.